Welcome to the official ABA Law Student Podcast, where we talk about issues that affect law students and recent grads. From finals and graduation to the bar exam and finding a job, this show is your trusted resource for the next big step. You're listening to the Legal Talk Network. Hello and welcome to another edition of the ABA Law Student Podcast on Legal Talk Network. I'm Fabiani Duarte, chair of the ABA Law Student Division. I'm a third-year law student at Mercer University School of Law in Georgia. And I'm Madison Burke, governor of the Law Student Division's 12th Circuit, and I'm a 3L at the University of Washington School of Law in Seattle. Our show today is presented by the American Bar Association's Law Student Division. In this monthly podcast, we interview guests and cover topics of interest for law students and recent grads. From finals to graduation and the bar exam to finding a job, we hope this show is a trusted resource for you, our listeners. For today's show, we have the pleasure of welcoming John Cartafalsa. Is that right? Is that how we pronounce it? That's right. All right. Very good. From the great city of New York. All right. Very good. So welcome. welcome. Hi, it's good to be here. So, John, you come to us by high recommendation and praise of our division's vice chair, Mike Dumas, who I believe you get to work with a little bit. Yes. On tips, Yes, he's right? one of the co-chairs of our committee on outreach to law students. All right. Of the tort trial insurance practice section. So tell us a little bit, uh, 30 seconds, what is tips, the tort trial insurance section? We are a section of the American Bar Association, of course, and we appeal to all aspects of the bar with respect to civil litigation. We reach out to members of the plaintiffs bar, insurance defense counsel, corporate counsel. We've got a bunch of committees that cover a whole rainbow of topics and legal from staff counsel committees to aviation to employment. Automobile law. And 30 seconds are up. All okay. right. Very good. Very good. John, that's excellent. No, it's, it's, it's truly a very relevant and one of the most active SDFs, the sections, divisions, and forums in the ABA. I know that TIPS has done a great job um, uh, with a handful of other entities reaching out to law students. And I think that's one of the reasons that Mike not only is involved, but has uh, had the honor of being in very active leadership. We try and do a program wherever we're going with uh, a local law school. For example, while we were here in San Diego, we did a mock interview program and a resume assistance presentation to the Thomas Jefferson Law School. Fantastic, and, and that went well, it was well attended. And yes, it was, it was very well students. attended. The law students were very engaged. It was a pleasure to meet with them. They were yeah. a great group. Well, that's awesome. So speaking of law students, uh, can you tell us a little bit about yourself? Where did you attend law school and a little bit about your legal journey? I went to the uh, Toro College of Law on Long Island. I'm a third generation trial lawyer. My cousin Tony graduated from St. John's Law School in 1929. My father graduated from NYU Law School in 1957. So it's a little bit of a family tradition. I've been practicing now insurance defense for pretty much all of my career. I've been with Zurich Insurance now for over 25 years. That's great. So if you could go back now, knowing what you know from your practice, your years of practice in the law, what advice would you give yourself in law school? I'd probably study harder. You know, <laughs> I'll admit to not having passed the bar exam on the first shot. Um, you know, and um, I... I worked hard, but I probably could have worked harder. Okay. Well, so a lot of us uh, in law school right now are 
working hard to be able to work in a job, to be employed uh, during our summers between our one, two, and three L years, and then post-graduation. I know that you were mentioning uh, your knowledge about summer associates and summer associate programs. Could you tell us a little bit about that? Sure. I've had summer associates in my law office and uh, I've tried to make it a meaningful experience for them. You know, it's an opportunity if you want to go into insurance defense or trial work to go out and find what kind of positions are available uh, so that you can get some summer experience. In my offices, we have the uh, summer associates, you know, shadow attorneys, go to depositions, go take notes at trial. And, you know, I like to give them as good an opportunity to see what the real practice of law is like so that they get some flavor of what it is they may want to do when they pass the bar and go out and become lawyers in the legal profession. Well, where else are they going to be lawyers? <laughs> but so how do you recruit students for your summer associate positions? Do you participate in the on-campus interview process? No, or? no. And quite honestly, that's probably the easiest part of the equation because we have recruiters who go out and, you know, law students are, are very anxious to take advantage of the program that we have. So recruitment's not an issue. You know, one of the things that I would suggest to law students that are going out looking for summer associate positions is that they appreciate, you know, what the requirements are. You know, if the requirements call for you to have a 3-0, have a 3-0, you know. So uh, don't go chasing after a job that you may not want, may not enjoy just because it's a summer job. So grades and um, preparation are things that some of us are are driven to achieve and I guess can be learned in some ways, but there's some characteristics, personality traits, attitudes that um, can't be. Talking about those intangibles, mm -hmm. um, what is something that you look for when you hire? That's an excellent question. You know, one of the first things I look for is that the prospective summer associate has done some homework, that they know what my firm's about, that they know the type of law that we do, and that they know something about Zurich Insurance. The next thing is that if you're going to apply for a lawyer job, a summer associate job, you need to act like a lawyer. You know, when you show up for your interview, you really should be dressed appropriately. You should be respectful. You know, I've had people come in and their shirt collars have been undone. Their cuff buttons have been undone. They've slouched in the chair. Just doesn't, you know, you need to be mindful of the presentation and your presence in the environment that you're in when you're interviewing. One struggle that I had when I was preparing for interviews during my summer job search was trying to, like you said, learn more about the firm. So short of just going to the firm's website, what advice would you have for people to get really meaningful knowledge about the work that the firm does? You know, you can research the types of cases that we handle, the decisions that the offices have been involved in. You know, you can do individual uh, Google searches of the attorneys that you'll learn from the website who are members of the firm and find out what they're about. People who interview with my office don't just interview with me, but I have them interview with my chief trial attorneys so that everybody who's going to be working with them over the summer has a good understanding. And we make sure that that individual is going to be a good fit for the office. So, John, um, what are some of the behaviors you think that summer associates should display um, as they begin uh, that experience and make it count? Good point. You know, I've had experiences where I can give a summer associate a task and get it back in a, in a very acceptable manner in a very short amount of time. 
you want to make sure that you're going to make an impression on whoever it is that you're working for. If you're given an assignment, do the assignment, do it timely, do it correctly, proofread it, okay? And whatever you do, you know, some people think that because they're in a law student phase and somebody's out been practicing law for a while, perhaps that law student thinks that maybe the lawyer really doesn't know all that they need to know about a topic. Be respectful. If you've got a difference of opinion with the attorney who's given you an assignment, discuss it. Don't just tell them they're wrong, okay? And whatever you do, save your work. In your experience, what are some common mistakes that you've seen summer associates commit, so to speak? You know, I've been very fortunate to have a really good group. I don't think I've ever had anybody that has created a situation where we really needed to backpedal and, and fix anything. So for that, I'm grateful. I know colleagues who have had difficulty with summer associates not completing tasks on time, completing them incorrectly, losing the work, and then at the end of their position term, at the end of the summer, disappear and the assignments nowhere to be found. So that doesn't bode well. Okay, so last question for me. So as we prepare to, to look at law firms that are the right fits for us, and we do the research and we practice you know, these attitudes that we need to display, what is the thing that we need to do uh, as law students and law students listening as we try to decide which ones to apply to? Is it like dating where you just try all of them or uh, just cast a wide net or um, what, what do you got to do? You know, entry these days into the practice of law is difficult. You know, you have to seek out the position that you know that you're going to have a passion for. If you're going to have a passion for, you know, sports and entertainment law, you need to go find yourself a sports and entertainment law firm that's going to be willing to hire you. Similarly, if you know you want to do civil litigation, you want to do insurance defense litigation, you need to find the entree that you're going to be able to get so that you're going to be able to have a fulfilling legal career. And I think that going home at the end of the day, feeling that you've done a good job in whatever field of law that you've chosen is the most important thing. So is your firm of the practice of offering job positions to follow on for students who are summer associates? We've got a trainee program, okay? And uh, that's just something that we've started. Mm -hmm. But in the scheme of things, we usually do not hire folks directly out of law school. In that situation, I think that is actually very common amongst many firms from what I've experienced. If you find yourself in that position as a law student where you have great experience, you did a good job, so you know the firm's willing to you know, give you a good recommendation, but you need to be employed after you graduate, mm -hmm. what suggestions would you have for students to parlay that experience into finding a full-time job after graduating? You know, in New York City, I think a lot of law students try and get positions with, say, the New York City Corporation Council, where they have entry-level positions. Certainly, I know situations where law students have come out of law school, taken the bar exam, and um, you know, been able to acquire niche positions in an entertainment firm if that's what they've wanted to do. You know, I think that, you know, I got my job all those years ago by just sending out resume after resume after resume after resume. And it, it, seeking a position after you graduate law school in and of itself is a job. All right. Thank well, you. 
I think it's a great job that we've done in being able to talk to the chair elect here of the TIPS entity. Um, I know that you um, cover a wide breadth of, of the ABA membership in general. How many members does TIPS have? Just around 20,000 right now. Yeah, wow. it's a very substantial entity. And uh, yeah, I encourage law students out there to consider uh, signing up for TIPS as one of your five, if possible. That's part of your free membership. Yes, it is. You get your five free memberships, and we would appreciate it if you'd consider TIPS as one of them. We have law student vice chairs for each of our committees, and that's a great way for law students to connect with people who are practitioners in their field that they think they may want to go into when they graduate law school and pass the bar exam. Well, John, what's the best way that students could get in contact with you? You can reach me at my ABA email, which is jbcjr.abatips at gmail.com. All right, and do you have a Twitter handle? <laughs> he, he's going to have one uh, when do, he becomes I, chair. I do have a Twitter handle. Oh, you do have one. Okay, good. Uh, it's not something that I keep... Uh, readily available, unfortunately. <laughs> well, we'll find you. And, uh, and you can always find me on LinkedIn. All LinkedIn, right. Oh, of course, perfect. LinkedIn. And well, of course, our, our listeners know that they can find us at ABALSD using the hashtag Law Student Podcast. They contact us and tell us it's on their mind. I want to say thank you, John. Thank you yes, very much. Thank you. Uh, great interview. It's nice to meet the both of you, and I hope you have a great time here at the mid-year meeting. And, and all the best in your year, upcoming year as chair. Thank you very much. I look forward to the support of all the law students. Thank you. Thank you, sir. We hope you've enjoyed another episode of the ABA Law Student Podcast. Like we said earlier, we'd like to encourage all of you to subscribe to our show on iTunes. And once you've done that, take a moment to rate and review us as well. As Fabi mentioned, you can tweet to us at ABA LSD and use the hashtag Law Student Podcast to tell us what's on your mind. I'm at Fabiani Duarte. And I'm at Madison Burke, signing off. Thank you for listening. Work hard, play smart, and until next time, podcasters. If you'd like more information about what you've heard today, please visit LegalTalkNetwork.com. Subscribe via iTunes and RSS, find us on Twitter and Facebook, or download our free Legal Talk Network app in Google Play and iTunes. Remember, U.S. law students at ABA-accredited schools can join the ABA for free. Join now at AmericanBar.org forward slash law student. The views expressed by the participants of this program are their own and do not represent the views of, nor are they endorsed by, Legal Talk Network, its officers, directors, employees, agents, representatives, shareholders, and subsidiaries. None of the content should be considered legal advice. As always, consult a lawyer.